0: Welcome to Empathy Dinners. I am Andy and this is Melissa.
1: Hi, I'm Melissa.
0: We host dinners, now on Zoom, on controversial topics with people who have opposing views with the aim to have a dialogue. We're all about relating rather than debating. Empathy Dinners is about creating a safe space for all views to be heard and practicing understanding each other. Melissa?
1: Yeah, so um, it's a bit of a, empathy has became a bit of a game, and the point of the game is not winning the game, but if we were to pretend that it was about winning, uh, the win would be to understand uh, the other participants. And we also want to encourage our listeners to also play the game and try to be as open-minded as possible and see if you can understand the opinion that you agreed at least with, just to experiment, just to play the game and see if you might might learn something new, or we might learn something new. And we're sitting here today with uh, Lily Hansen and Jesse B. Peterson. Uh, Lily, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: I'm Lily Clayton Hansen. I am a author, a a TEDx speaker, and an actor. And I met Andy last year uh, through a mutual friend. I ended up interviewing him for my uh, interview series called Word of Mouth Conversations. And last year, I did a TED Talk that was voted the most popular one at the event about empathy and how I use it to interview people from all walks of life.
1: Wonderful, thank you, Lily. And so we also have Jesse Lee Peterson with us. Jesse, would you like to introduce yourself?
3: I will, thank you. I am uh, uh, Jesse Peterson, founder and president of a nonprofit organization called Bond the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. And for 30 years now, we have been rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man, bringing men back to their natural state of being before they fell away from uh, or were turned away from their fathers. Uh, We tutor, we counsel. I started an Entrepreneur academy where we are teaching men around the world how to start businesses and things like that. I do a daily radio talk show called the Jesse Lee Peterson.com. I have a TV show, The Fallen, F-A-L-L-E-N, TheFallenState.TV. And I also write books and have fun. Life is amazing.
1: Yeah, it, it is. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So shall we, shall we start?
0: Yes, so just to say that my role in this process is gonna be the timekeeper and Melissa's gonna be the facilitator.
1: Great. And yeah, we tend to swap roles in each dinner and support each other in holding the, the, the process.
3: Okay.
1: Right. So we'll start with our first round. We'd like to start with uh, a round of what do you value in life? What's important to you in this time of your life at the moment? Uh, and you have 90 seconds to share each what is currently the most important to you in your life and what you value in life. Um, Lily, would you like to start?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what I value most in life is empathy, kindness, and curiosity. I, you know, did this TED Talk last year called Talking to Strangers is My Self-Care, and it was about my interviewing career, you know, which I got started really young at age 19, and I continued to do at 33, almost 34. And, I guess the main incentive behind my interviews is I just am really curious about people and I love hearing different perspectives. And I think because that is so much who I am, I realize how much most people are not like that. Um, And so I just wish that would become more of um, a trend again, or maybe like even like a cool sort of way of being, Uh, just having the ability to say, Awesome, all right, we think totally differently because we come from different backgrounds. Let me find out a little bit more about you so I can understand rather than this world we live in where we go, oh, no, you think different than me, you're a bad man, you know? Yeah,
1: thank you, Lily. Yeah, so very fitting for for our show as well. So amazing, thank you so much. And Jesse, you have uh, 90 seconds to share What
3: do you value in life? What's important to you at this moment? I value um, what's right. I love what's right more than anything else with all my heart, soul, and might. Uh, I value family. I love the order of family, and that order is God and Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, and woman over children. I uh, I love and, and value seeing men and women return to their natural state of being. Because once they return to their natural state of being, they will operate from perfect love um, instead of anger, instead of hatred. I um, I like individuality. I, I value freedom to do, to speak, and do what I want. And if people disagree with me, fine. If they don't, fine. Because I don't take things personally. Because I love what's right more than anything else.
1: Thank you, Jesse. So we'll uh, start the process um, with the first round, which is uh, to hear. Again, I wonder, Jesse, if you would like to start this time and uh, to give us, you have three minutes to share why it's important for you to vote for Trump. And Lily will uh, try to empathize and listen, and we'll go to the response rounds afterwards.
3: Okay. Uh, Well, it's important to vote for Donald Trump because um, we're losing the country. We're losing America uh, and the world around us. And for the, you know, when I was growing up, America was and still is an amazing place, but we have not had, uh, and I call Donald Trump the great white hope, by the way. Uh, We have not had a man who is not afraid to tell the truth, who is not afraid to put the country first, who is not afraid to deal with our enemies in the right way. Um, he's not afraid of being called racist or, 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 or hate misogynist or whatever they call him because he loved what's right. And over the last four years, he brought back jobs and uh, opportunities, he restrictions where we can now start small businesses I love the fact that Donald Trump loved the country and the people. We are Americans and he's finally uniting America again. Of course, those who hate what's right are being separated from those who love what's right and that's fine because that's the way it should be. But I like the fact that the president is bringing back the order of what is right. We can can see now who our enemies truly are and our enemies are the liberals, the, uh, the liberal media, the democratic party, the never Trumpers, the right on Republicans and the black race hustlers. They serve evil and they never had a plan to make America great again. And so we finally have a, a president who is a man. He's not afraid, he has love, he operates from love and he's making America great again in so many ways. And I, I'm happy that he will get four more years because he's not done yet, uh, because he is fighting the enemy within and the enemy without. And if you're not really rooted and grounded in what is right, that would be something difficult to, to do. But this president is dealing with rhinos who are turning against him within the Republican Party, the FBI, the CIA. It's hard to find someone for him to, that he can really, really trust but in spite of that he is doing it anyway i love the fact that he's put conservatives on the courts and that he is uh uh dealing with issues like racism and sexism and homophobiaism islamophobiaism debidatism white supremacism and Abbaism. those things do not exist he's making it clear that is either right or wrong, good or evil. It has nothing to do with you being a male or female, whatever color you are. Our country is a Judeo-Christian nation, and he's bringing that order back. Stop. I like the fact that For three minutes. Is it
0: up? Okay. If you could just, if you just want to, just want to finish the sentence, what you were saying?
3: Okay. I like the fact that he's bringing Christianity back, because Christianity is the most hated religion on this side of heaven because we, it, it is the greatest religion, it's the best religion. He's bringing that back and I'm grateful for that.
1: Okay. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, Andy, do you wanna show the card for our first round? So this round is just about, it's not about agreeing. We're not asking anyone to agree with what Jesse has said and it's not about um, conforming to the opinions, but rather to find something that you liked, uh, something that you appreciated. Um, so, Lily, would you be able to have you have uh, uh, two minutes uh, to just say something that you liked about what Jesse said?
2: Sure. Um, I, you know, I, I liked how clear he was in his convictions. I mean, it, it, he really knew what he wanted to say. I mean, I always admire that about someone, especially when they're speaking, you know, there was a start, a middle um, and an end. I admired, you know, your patriotism, um, I, I admire, you know, the fact that you are a big proponent of Christianity. I'm not personally someone that follows any sort of uh, religion, but I always respect that because I think that provides a moral compass. Um, and I liked your emphasis on family. You know, I mean, I, that is something, um, you know, I, I'm not pro uh pro-life but I mean I I certainly admire you know having a family as sort of the uh, centerpiece of one's life so yeah and I liked uh, the way that you paced you know what you said I mean I think you're very well spoken obviously because you have a television and a radio show
3: (laughs) (laughs) thank you
1: (laughs) great thank you Lily um so our second round is our clarifying questions round. And so, Lily, what, do you have any questions for Jesse that would help you understand him better?
2: Uh, yes, I would love to know, uh, because you are an African-American man, um, what your perspective is on Donald Trump in regards to uh, you know, minorities? I mean, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but um, any thoughts that you have on
3: that? I um, I don't call myself African American because I was born in America, and mm-hmm. so I'm not. And I understand that white people don't know what to do with us, right? So I understand why you said African American, but I am an American. I love the fact that Donald Trump knows that uh, America is one nation under God. And what's good for one is good for all. So he's bringing back jobs. He's bringing back opportunities. He is uh, uniting the the races with truth. And it doesn't matter what color you are, if you're black or white or whatever color, if you're an American, you're an American. So he's not, he doesn't look down upon one color and think that it's less or better than the other. He understands that black people are suffering not because of this phony idea of racism racism is a made-up lie or systemic racism or slavery or jim crow that the family is important you need a father mother in the home so he's making it possible by creating an opportunity to restore that family where the father and mother can be there to guide the children in the right way to go it's not about the color at all
2: Um, Yes, how is he doing that? Because that was something you said
3: I thought was really interesting. Under Donald Trump, there are more Black people working. Due to the Chinese virus thing, it's kind of slowed down a little bit. But there are more people working today than, I mean, more Black people working than any other time in the history of America. Which means that uh, those who are getting married, the mother can stay home and watch over the father's children. She can uh, make sure that they're taken care of. She doesn't have to go out and try to earn a living and kids are left alone. Uh, there are more opportunities for black Americans if they wanted education to get an education, whether it's at a black university or a so-called white university. Those opportunities are there now. Black people are finally getting back to work and doing it for themselves.
2: Okay, um, and then let me see one last thing. When
3: was America great before? It's always been great. But uh, when they started the phony civil rights movement, which should have never happened, uh, because back in the 60s, early 60s, I guess, when they started the civil rights movement, because there is no such thing as civil rights. And when they started that is when Americans start to fall apart because the the uh the races were were uh, divided. At one time we were one nation under God, but then the races between black and white were divided because the phony civil rights leaders t- uh, took over mm-hmm. and convinced most black people that oh white people hate you because you're color, and it's just not true. Never has been true. But America has always been a great country, amazing country.
2: Mm-hmm. A- um.
3: And then what are your thoughts on women and men? Um, there is an order to, to life. And uh, as I said, God in Christ, Christ and man, man over woman and woman over children. Women have their place in life, given to them by God. Mm-hmm. And, and, if uh, and men have their place. And it's the responsibility of the man to be right and do right so he can lead the woman in the right way to go. Because unless the woman grew up close to her father, she doesn't have a logical mind. She has an illogical mind with like her mother. And so when women take over, things tend to go to hell in a handbasket. And so it's the man's job to help the woman overcome her illogical mind and take on his mindset, which is a logical mindset. Okay, great.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. I appreciate it.
3: You're welcome.
1: Thank you, Jesse, and thank you, Lily, for uh, for your questions. Um, do you feel like you understood Jesse better?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Okay. very clear in his convictions, for sure. Good. Thank you.
1: Great. So this is the last respond round where uh, we have a reframing round where Lily gets a chance to um, just, in your own words, kind of say what you heard Jesse say and what's important for him. Um, so Lily, what, uh, what do you think is really important? What do you think uh Jesse values in this around this?
2: Uh Jesse values what's right. Um he's very clear on what is you know right to him, uh what his convictions are, which again I appreciate. Um He does not believe Donald Trump is a racist, uh, which again is a perspective that I find interesting because I've always wanted to talk to someone about this, so thank you for being so open, I appreciate it. Um, He feels that the civil rights movement uh, was not something that happened, it was fictional and it uh, was intended to break white and black people apart, Um, And he feels like Donald Trump is uniting America and making us great again and condemning our enemies. And he also feels like he's putting family at the forefront and uh, realigning the right relationship between men and women with men leading the women in the household and putting Christianity at the forefront as well.
1: Thanks, Lily. Jesse, is that, uh, is that kind of what you do? Uh, what did you do find important and you find feel like Lily understood you? Is there something that she missed out that's really important for you to be heard?
3: Well said, Lily, I'm proud of you. The,
2: oh, thank you. <laughs> the
3: <laughs> only thing I, I, I do want to add is the civil rights movement did happen, but it should not have happened because it divided the country more than anything else that has ever happened in our country. And as a result of that, black people have um given up being self-controlled self-contained they have allowed themselves to have leaders like the civil rights leader the black carcass and the urban lead they are not leaders of their own lives and these people have taken advantage of the blacks and they have not returned to individuality thinking for themselves because when i was growing up in Alabama before the Civil Rights Movement, Black people were a decent people. They believed in God, they believed in family, but they turned their lives over to the so-called Civil Rights Movement and they sold them to the Democratic Party and they set themselves up as leaders. So it did happen, but it was very destructive. It should not have happened. Blacks have not recovered as a result.
1: Right, amazing, thank you, Jesse. So you just wanted to really clarify that uh, the civil rights movement did happen and it just, yeah. um, it, it divided uh, the country in a way that you didn't appreciate.
3: Right, it was worse yeah. than slavery.
1: Great, thank you, thank you for that. Um, do you feel like, do you feel heard and understood, Jesse, around uh, your opinion?
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, great, oh, yeah. okay. So we'll move <laughs> to, uh, to do this for with Lily and uh, Lily now will have three minutes to express why she thinks it's important to vote for Biden.
2: Thank you. Um. So I'll just begin this by saying I did actually ask uh, several people in my life, uh, two family members, three good friends and collaborators, uh, for some assistance on this argument because I feel like it's important to bring in different perspectives. Um, So I'll just quickly give them a shout out. Um, My editor, Joe DiOrio, my photographer, Joshua Black-Wilkins, my stepfather, Michael Lipkin, my Aunt Patty, and um, a medical advisor who's one of the top in the country who wanted to remain anonymous. And between all of our perspectives, and we all come from different socioeconomic backgrounds, even different countries and cities, um, we agreed that Donald Trump is unfit to be a leader because he does not listen to different perspectives. And for me, I mean, you know, growing up in Chicago in a melting pot and also having interviewed probably close to 2000 people at this point, immigrants, uh, black people, old people, gay people. I mean, people where English is not their first language. I would like a leader who represents all of us. And um, for me, and I'll just bring this up right away because uh, it kind of pertains to the whole dialogue. Um, religion is not the most important thing. I mean, for me, it's about empathy and compassion and curiosity about different perspectives and um, the willingness to listen to different people. And, you know, I interviewed hundreds of executives and there's definitely people that are very successful Um not just executives, you know, actors, musicians, whoever who are, you know, narcissists and sociopaths and don't listen to anyone um, but i don't think someone can represent our country who isn't willing to hear different perspectives and trump is not anytime someone disagrees with him they end up on his shit list and so you know i just feel like Joe Biden, I wouldn't say I am a staunch supporter of him, but I think anyone who's been through as much as he has is at least going to be willing to empathize with the American public and also see things from all perspectives rather than this really narrow point of view. Thank you, Lily. Uh...
0: You have another 30 seconds if there's anything else you want to add.
2: And I also, I don't like the fact that he is um, irrational and um, a bully. And I think that he is cruel. I I do. I think he is a bully. And I have been bullied my whole life. And I know what a bully is like. And they are weak and insecure.
1: Great. Thank you, Lily. Uh, So, Jesse, we're going to do the same as we've done when you you were speaking and going into the first round of response, which is an appreciation round. So, uh, this isn't a round about agreeing or conforming to Lily's opinion, but finding something that you appreciated about what she said. Or was was there something that you liked about what uh, Lily said?
3: Oh, you have, uh, uh,
1: you have two minutes.
3: Well, I'm, I'm I'm glad that she was able to say what she really felt about the Great White Hope about Donald Trump. Uh, a lot of times people are afraid to be honest about what they feel about someone else. So I'm glad to see that. Uh, I understand how she feels about him now. It's clear. I've heard that before from a lot of other liberals. But I'm glad to hear what she said.
1: So you really appreciate her honesty mainly.
3: Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Always appreciate honesty from from everyone. So yeah, I definitely appreciate that. That was cool, Lily. Thank you. Thank you. All right.
1: Great. Thank you. So we'll move on to the second round, which is uh, the question, the clarifying question round. And Jesse, this is really a round for you to—it's uh, about understanding Lily better. So it's any questions that will help you understand her better. Um, We try to remind participants to not have questions that are about uh, suggesting or uh, bringing questions in that are uh, bringing their own opinion and rather understanding Lily's perspective better. So is there any questions you have in order to understand Lily? I
3: understand that she believes that the president does not uh, listen to other people's perspective. And I disagree, he does listen.
1: Uh Jesse, do you have any questions for Lily? Oh, any
3: questions.
1: Yeah, questions to understand her better.
3: Okay. So Linda, why do you believe the, the president does not listen to other people's perspective?
2: Because anytime someone seemingly disagrees with him, they get fired. Or they end up, you know, on like his hit list. And it's happened time and again. And, you know, I mean, when I watched the first debate, I mean, I don't own a TV because I, I protect myself mentally a lot of times from watching the news because I find it to be disturbing. But um, just the way that he conducted himself in his discussion with Joe Biden, where he interrupted him and wouldn't listen. And anytime Joe said something, that seemed to be in opposition to what he thought he would just interrupt him. And that to me is a complete lack of respect for someone else's opinion and point of view. And really, I mean, truly, that comes down to their moral compass. Because if we really are willing to listen to someone else's opinion, then we're willing to respect their character.
1: Do you have any other questions,
3: Jesse? And why do you believe that the the president is a bully?
2: Because he makes fun of people publicly, even if they have some sort of a disability or something they are not in control of. I just think he's a really unkind person. I mean, it's it's all I've witnessed in his presidency. I, I mean, he, he has no empathy, all he does is make fun of people. I mean, you know, and he just wants us to all be like him. And, and, you know, he's the embodiment of, you know, white privilege. And I mean, I've been around white privilege my whole life. I mean, just because of different professions I've been in and people that come from white privilege don't really care about anyone but themselves. All they care about is their money and they want everyone to be just like them and they're willing to do whatever it takes in order to protect their finances and their religion and their very small world. And I think that he represents that. And if he represents that, then it's a direct mirror for the American public. I mean, I think we need a role model who represents all of us, not just one very narrow, you know, religion, um, money oriented, profession oriented lane. Not everyone's like him. I'm not, (laughs) I'm an artist.
3: Amazing.
1: Thank you. (laughs) How are we doing with time, Andy?
0: We've got uh, just under three minutes for this
3: round.
1: (laughs) Great. So Jesse, do you have any, you have space to ask one more question
3: probably. What is white privilege? I've never seen it.
2: White privilege is someone like Trump who will not reveal his tax returns. He uses the presidency to promote his own businesses and brand. He is completely and totally entitled and so are his children. It's nepotism, it's hiring your own family members to be on your cabinet and it's being condescending, you know, I mean, I interview people who are condescending towards me all the time. And if they weren't paying me money, I'd want to take a bat to their head because I don't think you should ever talk down to someone else. Um, you know, I mean, the whole premise of my interview career has been treating every person with kindness and dignity and respect. And I have never, again, this is just from an objective standpoint, I've never met the man, but I've never witnessed, him relating to someone else on a human level or an empathetic level. It's always been this uh, sort of me talking down to you kind of level. He's a dictator. He's like a Hitler type.
3: Amazing. Would you consider Obama white privilege?
2: No, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't think everything Obama did was perfect. I mean, I think him and Michelle were a little too, um, what would the word be? Uh, they went a little too far, I I, I think, um, you know, and and that's the thing, I think our country had them for eight years, and a lot of people didn't like the fact that they had this kind of more pop culture, hip-hop sort of image tied to the White House, then we swung the other way, Um,
3: but no, I think
2: that he's someone more like myself, where you know, I don't come from any money and I've worked my way up in the world. He gave me more hope than Trump who seems to have just been born into his privilege and all he seems to care about is money.
3: Well, he gave you more hope than he did to black people then.
2: I've heard that before, yeah.
1: How, how are we doing on time?
0: We've got 20 seconds left, so we should probably wrap up this round.
3: Oh, oh did you know that the president is not getting paid to do what he's doing? He donated his salary to nonprofits. I did. And yes. what do you think about if you were white privilege, would you be doing so, that? Jesse? Oh.
1: I'm just gonna stop you because uh we're trying to follow the the, the structure and the game. All right. Okay. And uh, so the next so we're gonna move on to the next round if that's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I think if uh if uh we're trying to have the structure because I think if we did, didn't, we'll probably be here for five hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to do something a little bit different. All right. Um, So the last round is kind of what Lily did with uh, when she was listening to you is she had two minutes to reframe, to kind of reflect back uh, what she heard was important for you. And so this is around the the last round is Jesse, a round where you have two minutes to share what you heard was really important. What you think are not word by word, but the key kind of key points that you think are important for Lily to be heard, what she values. So you have two minutes now, Jesse.
3: So I have to say what I think what she said was valuable.
1: What you think is important to her. So oh, okay. the, the points that are important to her that she might want to have heard.
3: Um number 1 uh she said that uh she believed that Donald Trump doesn't listen to different uh perspectives suspicion and um so what she's I believe she's saying that she never had anyone to listen to her while growing up. And so her father didn't listen to her because Donald Trump definitely listened to people. He just doesn't agree with all the stuff you hear, right? So she she feels like she needs him to listen to her more. Um,
0: Hang on. I don't think that that I, was actually something Lily said.
3: I'm sorry? I, I think don't think so. that was
0: actually something Lily said.
3: What do you say?
1: That uh um, we we didn't hear Lily say that. So uh, says if she you... does
3: not believe that Donald Trump listened to different perspectives, different yeah. opinions.
1: Yeah, so that's but that's if... something. So so I would say that's what maybe what is important to her is uh to have Oh what is important
3: from... okay, I got you now. Different what
1: perspectives is... heard.
3: Yeah, what is important to Lily is that Donald Trump she wants Donald Trump to listen to to her a little bit more.
1: To different perspectives.
3: Right. Uh, do I comment on that or just say what I heard her say?
1: Just what you think is important. So the the, the kind of aim for this round specifically
3: oh, is okay. to, under,
1: to understand each other. So what do, what do you understand is important for Lily? And the
3: other thing is that she uh, apparently was bullied when she was in school and growing up and was not able to handle it. So she now hates bullies and she thinks that Donald Trump is a bully.
1: So, once again, I think I didn't hear Lily say that she was bullied in school, or did I miss that? She didn't say
0: she was bullied. She Lily? did say she was bullied. Lily, okay. Didn't you, Lily?
2: did. I feel like I'm being psychoanalyzed a bit. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. I want to hear more about my relationship with my father. Maybe we will get all Freudian here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, this is, yeah. So, what's really important, Jesse, is that you're just saying what you heard without adding anything.
3: Oh, <laughs> so I have to just say exactly what I heard her say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You don't have to use the exact words that she used, right. however, like the importance is what she said.
3: Okay, and- so number one, she she does not believe that Donald Trump listened. Great, and number two, she believes that he is a Bully. And number three is she liked Joe Biden. Lord knows why, but she liked Joe Biden. <laughs> and white privilege, she believed that white privilege exists and that the president is about his money rather than, in a white privilege rather than uh, the people. That's what I heard her say. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
1: Thank you. Is there something, Lily, that's that you find that would be important for you to have heard? Like something that you that ha, that has been missed that really wants to be heard?
2: Um the diversity of perspectives. I think that was the thing that I, you know, really is like the foundation of the work that I do and what I'm looking for in a presidential candidate.
1: Right. So so that's the, the kind of different perspective. Perspectives and perspectives from all different backgrounds is really important for you to kind of build a holistic picture. Is exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so, Jesse, like one of the key things that are, we really hear like now Lily is important for her is that the different perspectives are really important to her and really having a varied viewpoints from different backgrounds. Um, would you be able to kind of reflect back to, to Lily what, what you hear is important for her in that?
3: Um, what I hear her saying is that what I hear her saying, right, about that. Okay, is that she, that she want uh to hear this different perspective, perspection, but uh she doesn't she uh I don't know she doesn't she think that they should agree, but you don't most of the time you don't agree with different things that you hear.
1: So I, again, I didn't hear. Um, I didn't hear Lily say that. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lily, but I didn't hear her say that they need to agree. Just that the varied perspectives are important. Is that correct, Lily?
2: Uh, yes, varied perspectives. Right.
3: Yeah. So, so she want to hear various perspective, uh, uh from different people.
1: Various perspectives. Yes, exactly.
3: Right,
0: but they don't have to agree. But
3: exactly. you don't have to agree, right?
2: Right, exactly.
0: Okay, we've run out of time for the reflection round.
1: Great, thank you. Nice. Um, <laughs> interesting process. <laughs> Looks like uh, quite a, a new, uh, a new way of uh, of having a dialogue or a different way. I know.
2: Uh, you should teach this in school. It's like fascinating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Lily, did you feel understood by Jesse?
2: Um, not really, but that's okay. I mean, you know, I think you gave it your best shot, so I appreciate that. I think you were respectful. I understood, no, not at all.
0: Did you feel that he listened?
2: No, not at all.
0: You didn't feel like he listened or and you didn't feel understood?
2: No, and I felt like he projected all of his viewpoints onto me and was trying to, like, relate everything I said to, like psychology or psychoanalyze my background it was projections more than empathizing but that's okay again i mean i'm here to learn so
1: yeah so there's kind of like a uh, maybe a wish of having been just heard for what you said rather than added information that wasn't said or guessed
2: yeah because that's the objective of this right yeah
1: how how is that for you to hear jesse
3: well, I didn't realize that for that round, I didn't realize you wanted me to just repeat what she said and leave it at that. Mm. And so that's me, I would add in the other part to it. But I heard when she said she believed the president doesn't listen to different opinions and she think that he is a bully. Perfect, thank you.
2: Okay. Thank you, Justin
1: and um great okay so thank you very much for both participating and did you have anything else to say
0: just that um as a facilitator i think you both did a really good job of um giving each other the space to say what you felt what they what they felt and actually listening enough to remember and be able to repeat back and show curiosity about what the other person said so maybe both of you in some in some ways where this disagreeing in your minds about what was being said Um, but even with that going on you still managed to really listen in a respectful way to to the other's opinion and 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 i think that you both have very very different opinions and so it was amazing for me to hear both of you yeah amazing (laughs) (laughs) to, (laughs) to hear you to hear you talking respectfully to each other because there is a lack of that i think uh in the world at the moment
2: yeah, absolutely. No, thank you so much. It was fascinating for me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your viewpoints.
3: Absolutely. Thank
1: you. I think that what we'll do what we what we like to do is to, to end um to end this uh, the final round We're just having a one minute each of sharing what it is that you learned from this process and what you might take with you uh, into um, your
2: daily life. You want to go first, Jesse?
3: You know you can you can go first, Lily. Go ahead.
2: Um, I mean, I just learned how to listen again. I mean, we do come from completely different perspectives. Um, I you know can't personally uh relate to anything he said, but once again, I found it fascinating. I mean, and I've always wanted to have a conversation like this, so I'm just grateful that someone was you know bold enough to sit here and talk to me, you know? And uh, it was done in a way where I felt safe being honest. I mean, I think that's worth its weight in gold. So thank you.
3: You're welcome. Great. Right. Is it my turn?
2: Yes, Jesse. What oh, are you,
3: what so did you what are you taking w- away? when I realized from all this and it was amazing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I I, I just realized that I guess people like to express their opinion. They want to be heard, but they don't want real solution. They just need for someone to hear them say it, but they are not looking to get answers to what the issues are. And um, I, uh, because when you asked me to, you know, repeat what Lily said, does That Donald Trump does not uh, have different, uh, listen to different opinions. I mean, you just wanted me to say that, but not to try to help her overcome the fact that she's wrong about that. And uh, and that is the difference between uh, Christians and non-Christians. Christians Christians want uh, working toward getting it right, where non-Christians just want to be able to say what they want to say and get away with it. And when you disagree, they can't handle the disagreement. So they kind of want to shut it down. That's one minute. Oh, OK. <laughs> so thank you, Lily. Thank you. Great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you both, Lily and Jesse. And um, mm, yeah, it's been uh, it's been fascinating to to witness you and to be part of it. And uh, like uh, Lily said as well, it's uh, it's amazing to have a spaces where we can have these conversations. And uh, as part of uh, in what we do with empathy dinners, is really create spaces where there is there is different perspectives and that uh, all perspectives have space to be heard. And uh, and that we don't need, necessarily need to agree to be heard or to have an opinion uh, or to be in dialogue and that we can learn from being in dialogue.
2: Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to promote this. So thank you for asking me to be a part of it. Thank you for
1: being part.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, both of you for, yeah, having the courage and the openness and the and the willingness to be honest in this context, talking to someone who you have a different opinion to.
3: Yeah, I really, it was totally new for me, but it was interesting. Amazing. (laughs) I really really appreciate this opportunity to do this. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're Uh, welcome. It's good to meet you, Lily.
2: Nice to meet you, Jesse. Thank you so much.
3: Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Thank you, Lily. All right. Thank you, guys.
2: All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.